Hello, this is Collective Noun. For a high-quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Tonight on the show, Zach, uh, a movie has come true in real life. So exciting, Dom. I love when this happens. Mm. Uh, what are we talking tonight? Fast and the Furious? <laughs> well, no, I think it's funny. Triple X with Xander Cage? Because <laughs> normally a real-life event happens and gets turned into a movie, but this news story today is the exact opposite thing happening. It's good fun. Ah, so, a little yeah. girl finds an alien in her backyard. <laughs> And it wants to phone home. <laughs> well, that actually starts a whole different discussion. If any movie could come true, what would it be for you? I mean, what, I, I, what do you mean? What would you... I want to see come true? Yes. Well, I'm a big fan of time travel. So <laughs> any time travel movie, we're talking about time. We're talking back to the future. Back to the future. Maybe not the Terminator. No, not that one. <laughs> uh, well, it depends who I am. <laughs> right. Okay. If I'm the person that Arnie's protecting. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. What if you're Arnie? Mm, well, I don't want any spoilers, but it doesn't end well for Arnie, <laughs> so probably not. You know what I'd like? Well, it's pretty obvious to me, isn't it? I want, I want Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. Ah, oh, right. Because <laughs> uh, I was thinking, like, I don't think there's a Milky Bar Kid movie. <laughs> Although Hollywood's overlooked that character <laughs> for far too long. And if they're um, casting, Dom's available. <laughs> this is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Uh, Zach, uh, I just remembered a story today that I don't think I've ever told you on the show before about my one experience in a, in a women's bathroom. You are not a lady. <laughs> not a lady, no. And therefore probably shouldn't be using the female toilets. <laughs> well, that's why it's a one-off. Uh, because what happened, it wasn't a great experience, I'll be honest. Um, I went to the, the bathroom. I was at a museum. And the they had like confusing, you know, sometimes people go with confusing signs as to what, like it's not the clear wounds or men's. Okay. Well, I think the museum staff thought it was clear. <laughs> to be going to a museum, they're expecting a certain level of intellect. <laughs> And you obviously couldn't figure it out. You couldn't decipher the code. Oh, uh, it was something to do with like a, 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 they had like a female dinosaur and a male dinosaur. And right, I, and you couldn't figure that out? No, I, th- I I assumed what I was in front of was the male dinosaur. I didn't even go and look at the other one. I just assumed this must be the male dinosaur. So I went in and I'm <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know. It looked enough like the male dinosaur symbol. Hmm. So I go in and I'm sitting on the cubicle. And as I'm sitting on the cubicle, I didn't even notice there were no urinals as I walked in. <laughs> That's classic you, by the way. You are the least observant (laughs) person I know. So I'm I'm sitting in the cubicle and I hear the door open and uh, a woman come in on the phone and she's talking. And my first thought is, what an idiot. (laughs) 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 Wait till she realizes. She's going to have egg on her face when she realizes she's in the men's toilet. Right. And then uh, a few seconds afterwards, two other women come in chatting. What are the chances? Another idiot. (laughs) (laughs) And this is about the time that it hits me. Oh, no. That, I did think this bathroom smelt nicer than the ones I'm used to going to. I've walked into a women's bathroom. Well, that's my first question. Mm. Once you knew, did mm. you notice anything different? Because I've never been in a female bathroom. Are Haven't they you? nicer? Oh, they're much nicer. Are it's they? like It's an oasis, Zach. Seriously, yep. they look after themselves and they look after their bathrooms. Secondly, I'm sure you found yourself stuck in a situation here because yes. you're in the cubicle. <laughs> exactly. There's women out there. Yep. At the moment, there's no, there's no problem. If you stay in the cubicle... No one knows. You're safe. Oh. But... Can you stay in the cubicle for hours? Well, I had days. Pe- I, well, I had people I was with at the museum with. They yeah. were waiting for me, so I mean, I thought they're going to ask questions if I come out after a forty-five minute trip to the bathroom as True. well. So my you're plan is, racing against the clock. Then. <laughs> I really am. So my plan is, I'm just going to stay in this cubicle until I can't hear female voices, and then make a dash for it. I'll wash my hands in the men's bathroom. Okay, right. right. You're going to do kind of like. 
a spy, <laughs> yes. a ninja, yep. Mission Impossible oh, style. I've already looked for air vents above yeah, me yeah. and all these sorts of things. Um, so I, I finish up on the toilet and I'm, I, I think I can hear my time's right to go. The, it's probably been about five minutes. The conversation seems to have died down. I know there's a woman in the cubicle next to me, but I think she's the only one in the bathroom. And did you feel very uncomfortable? Uh, yeah, no, I did. Obviously, I felt uncomfortable. I, I honestly was contemplating at this stage calling uh, somebody, you know, like I could call my mum and say, can you come in here and shepherd me out or something like that? Because the other thing you could have done was made an announcement. <laughs> you could have gone... Hello, ladies. <laughs> There's been a mistake. <laughs> I'm very sorry, but I'm a male who's accidentally come into the female bathroom. Could everyone please leave the room? <laughs> to ensure I have a safe exit. So anyway, I, I'd finally decided it's my time's come. I, the, the coast, I think, is clear from what I can hear. This is the guy in the prison movie yeah. who's waiting by the wall. And, <laughs> you know, the spotlights are going around. That's it. And you've got to time your run to go between the spotlights. <laughs> That's it, when the guards aren't looking. So I, I open the cubicle door. I make my dash for it. Just as I turn the corner to where the door out of the bathroom oh, is, where no. the, the sinks are, I realise there's two women applying makeup looking in the mirror over the sinks. <laughs> now, in this scenario, you're faced with a few things. One, I could have just kept running. I should have just kept running. Wait, <laughs> did you do something different to that? <laughs> I said, how's your day going, ladies? <laughs> <laughs> I thought maybe I can small talk my way out of this what, like it's casual. pulled out your lipstick and tried to blend in. <laughs> right across Australia. You're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. 131060, we want to know, what's the worst flight you've ever had? Dom, this is after a flight to Alaska had an unfortunate passenger. Mm. They found a snake on the plane. (laughs) I think we have a grab. (laughs) We do. Oh, Dom, I feel like this is like, I feel like 10 seconds before we came on air, (laughs) I said, I'll take snakes on a plane. And you play the graph. There are some sharp button pushes in the radio industry. You're not listening to one of them. But I think Uh, I've got it ready now. Okay, well, how about we do this? (laughs) Do it again. Oh, guys, this is after a flight to Alaska. Mm. Had a very special passenger. I have had it with these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. There we go. Seamless. Seamless. (laughs) So smooth. Uh, No, how awkward is this? So imagine being on a plane and hearing the pilot come on the loudspeaker and say, guys, we have some loose snakes on the plane. (laughs) We don't know where it is. I would start looking around for Samuel L. Jackson. They're yeah. filming the sequel. Uh, so apparently there's someone who had a pet snake in the, uh, I don't know, animal hold or wherever you keep the animals. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the snake got loose. Mm. It's running amok. Uh, this is how they uh, sorted it out. Mm. A flight attendant put the snake in a plastic bag before stowing it in the overhead compartment. <laughs> <laughs> Which I feel like if you were the person... Whose seat was under that compartment? Oh yeah, you'd be very uneasy the whole flight. I mean, but I, I do like the fact that they do stick to the principles of flight safety. Do you know what I mean? Yes. So your baggage and your snakes in the overhead compartment. And what happens when you go to the airport? Do you have to check if your snake fits in like the allocated <laughs> overhead compartment area? Like, is it okay to be carry on? Uh, maybe. Or do you have to put the snake through the X-ray machine in the, the little uh, blue bucket that you put it through on? There's I don't a, know. So many I questions. So look, thirteen ten sixty. What's the worst flight experience you've ever had? Um, the, my worst one, Zach, I was on a school trip, uh, going to like the historical sites of Greece and Italy, uh, when I was in grade 11 and they were doing the flight to Athens. It was a long flight and sitting in the three rows was me, uh, a friend in school and someone who worked at the front desk at the school, one of the receptionists who'd come along on the, the trip with us. Mm. Now my friend at the stopover at Singapore airport, uh, ate a lot of food and I mean a lot of like fast food. Okay. So he had a bit of an upset stomach. 
Now I'm... I can already just <laughs> guess where this is going. I noticed throughout the flight that you could hear, you, you could hear very faintly oh, no. that he was letting some gas go throughout the flight, but because of how he was sitting and he had a blanket over him, it was kind of like all being contained. <laughs> <laughs> it was like it was like a build up. It was like he was waiting for some big unleashing of what was going on. Anyway, we. <laughs> Uh, after the, the what ten hour flight, we touched down in Athens. Uh, he stood up, I stood up, and uh, Mrs. Flowers, the receptionist from the school, an stood ironically up. named teacher. <laughs> uh, and I honestly can say it is by a long way the worst thing I've ever smelled. <laughs> and looking at Mrs. Flowers, her poor face as she says, "This smell wafts its way into her direction." She wilted. <laughs> Oh, quite literally. Quite literally. So that, that kind of ruined that trip just as it started. Uh, look, 131060, what's the worst flight experience you've ever had? Maybe it was who you were sitting near. Rhiannon, what's the worst flight experience you've ever had? I was coming home from a flight down um, from Europe. So I was on a stopover. I was coming home from Kuala Lumpur. How long, how long was that flight, Rhiannon? What's the, the length of the I, flight? I believe it's 13 hours. I could okay. be wrong. It might be nine, yeah. It's a biggie. Um, and just before I... Uh, just before the plane's taking off, I hear this clipping sound and I turn over and the lady next to me um, oh. on the other side of the aisle is oh, actually no. clipping her toenails. Oh. Oh, but really? she's not She's not being discreet. They're all over the floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, I, I understand making the most of the time you've got on the flight. Do you sure. know what I mean? Because there's not much you can do in the plane that's productive. So I understand that. But that's a private event, isn't it? And you think, like, I know that people like to freshen up before they land, but <laughs> yes. that's too far down the beauty regime. <laughs> Uh, Alison, what's the worst flight experience you've had? Um, yeah, so I was on a 14-hour flight to LA one time and I got sick. Um, so I'd thrown up in the vomit bag and I handed it over to my mum to give to the flight attendant and she decided to tip it all over herself because she thought I'd given it to her sideways. Oh, Um, no. You don't want to get the orientation of the vomit bag wrong. And what happened? She wouldn't have had spare clothes or anything, did she? No, she didn't. She was just complaining the entire time, (laughs) so 12 hours of Uh, not complaining, and to this day she still blames it on me. Yeah, that's awful. I've got got to say that if there's, like, one smell you don't want in a confined space like that, it is probably vomit. I honestly just remembered that I once vomited on a plane. Did you? In the vomit bag, Mm -hmm. and I handed it to the flight attendant, and they looked at me like, why are you handing this to me? <laughs> like, they're like, this isn't my job. And I was like, well, I don't know what to do with it. I can't throw it out the window. I don't think I mean... they, get, they don't get paid enough for that. I don't think so. Uh, Jess, you've also had a bad experience on a flame. What happened? Yeah. Hey, so I was just on my way back from Bali. Mm. And um, the whole flight I had, like, you know, Australian uh, carbonara from a restaurant there. Oh, and yeah. then I vomited 18 times on the flight. <laughs> 18 times? 18 times. And it was a night flight, so everyone was giving me these dirty looks <laughs> and hating on me because everyone was trying to sleep. Mm. <laughs> it was the most embarrassing and the worst flight ever. And maybe the Guinness World Record for most amount of vomit simultaneously. It's not a record you want, Dom. It but, really you, know. <laughs> you don't want your smiling face next to that in the book, no, do no. you? Uh, and lastly, Meg on 131060, what's the most flight experience you've had? Uh, so I was on a... Uh, 20-hour flight back home from Europe. Yep. Um, and I had this 15-ish kid sitting in front of me um, yep. whose hair was really, really far back. I think it might have been a bit broken. Um, and I'd asked them to move it up so many times, and they're like, no, no, and they didn't want to. So about 10 hours in, this kid falls asleep, and his arm wrestles up. Yep. So I reach forward, and I press a button, 
and I kick his seat forward because I was so angry, like as hard as I could. And I literally watched this kid fall off his seat, like into the middle bit. And he just got back up and went back to sleep. Oh, I mean, that, that, that's a great story. But I feel like the kid should be calling yeah, for worse I, we <laughs> Which one? Which side are we on here? I don't you know, know. I'm, you know, I'm publicly going to say I'm on the kid's side for that one. Nah, I don't know. When people put their seats back, that's the most annoying thing that's, in the world. That's a whole different phone topic. Were you the kid, Dom? Is that what we're <laughs> discovering? This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Dom, I'd like your help. Uh, I need to get a bit of closure in my life. You'd okay. know that um, this year... I've described it as flirting with vegetarianism. Yes, you've been a, a man uh, well committed to a, a meat-eating lifestyle up until this year, but you have started a new relationship, and what we're a few months into your flirtation, it's getting pretty serious. We didn't want to put any labels on it, Dom, mm. but um, I think I'm at a point where I'm ready to label it. Oh, jeez, you're ready I to take that? I think we're wow. ready to be committed. Facebook official? And not have any other foods in my life. Wow, this is massive. You're ready to commit to vegetarianism properly. I think I am, Dom, and it's a big moment for me. It's been a few months now. It's uh, We've got rid of the new relationship jitters, and yep. um, we're getting along well. Through the honeymoon period? I think so. Okay, I this, think so. This, is, um, this show doesn't do a lot of emotional content, but mm. this, is a, this is big stuff from your life, and it's really touching. Well, Dom, we are going to get a little emotional tonight, and I'm sorry to bring the tone down a bit, but I just thought that the radio would be a good place to do this. Yeah. I need some closure because obviously it's very exciting that I have a new relationship with yes. uh, vegetarianism. Oh, I, I'm so excited and I can't wait to spend years with you and vegetarianism down the track. Thank you, mate. But the other side of the equation is uh, hamburgers, which was my previous uh, love. Yep. And um, they don't know about vegetarianism yet. Oh, uh, you haven't been seeing vegetarianism on the side, have you? Um... You, you've got to, you can't well, do To that. be honest with you, I've kind of ghosted it a little bit. Oh, you've ghosted I've hamburgers? Just, I've just disappeared. Oh, Zach, and they would be That's harsh. They would be a little <laughs> confused of where I've gone. And what I'd like to do, to get a bit of closure, mm. if you wouldn't mind, I've, I've written a bit of a letter what? that I'd like to read to uh, hamburgers I just think, to, uh, you know, end the relationship. I think this is fair. I think, you know, you had so many great years with hamburgers. You can't just end it without something like this. So... As someone who is still properly in love with hamburgers, mm. I want to be your support here. That's good, Dom. Could you, um, do we have some like appropriate music that just might help me get into a letter writing mood? Uh, let me just find, I, I've got a few options of sadness. Do you think the saddest music in the system for I this one? I think so, yeah. Yeah, okay. We'll fire this one off then. There we go. Okay, sorry if I tear up through this a bit. Uh, actually, I've got uh, some tissues here. Do you want me to pass them over? Just... Yeah, you might pass them over. There you go. You, you might need them in a second. Dear hamburgers, you might be wondering where I've been the last two months. Well, I've met someone new. Vegetarianism. Sure, hamburgers. I smell you sometimes and I remember the good times. But I will be deleting you off all social media, so I'm not tempted to fall into old habits. Mm. Hamburgers. It's not you. It's me. Actually, it is kind of you. You can't deny you're bad for me. You're always clogging up my arteries, leaving your extra weight around. I just couldn't see a future together. I need a relationship that's healthier. Goodbye, hamburgers. Sincerely, Zach. Sorry, it's just... Wow. It's just hard. How you going? That's heavy. Um, meanwhile, can I fire off some love music and write, read out my love letter to hamburgers? Oh, it's moving on way too fast, Dom. <laughs> you got to give me a couple of days okay. before you start <laughs> taking my ex. <laughs> Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach, it has been many years. In fact, I'm going to say probably 15 years since I last wet myself. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. I was I was just going along with my normal listening. I was zoning out a little bit to be honest. And I heard the words I wet myself and really tuned back in. I realize that's an odd way to start a sentence. Well you're gonna have to hear about the last time you wet yourself now. Oh no, I'm just assuming. I was would have been Okay, so you can't don't remember no, a specific I, I don't remember a specific time, but I guess maybe six or seven is probably when you stop wetting yourself, isn't it? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, the reason I say it is because something happened on my way home from the show last night. And you broke your the- record. <laughs> the drought's no. over. No, no. My point is, it startled me so much that I came the closest I have, I reckon, in 15 years. I didn't quite, but I came the closest I have. And also, can I ask you a massive favour? Can you please not go back and isolate the audio of me talking (laughs) about wetting myself? I want Uh, that too. I wasn't going to do it, but that's a great idea. (laughs) I'll share that story shortly. I'm looking forward to hearing that real soon. Right now, though, Dom, it is time for the least accurate wrap-up of the day's news. This is Collective Nouns Out of Context News. Making Out of Context News tonight, Manu regrets recommending MKR to a friend. I I don't know what else to say that I'm sorry and I won't do it again. Uh, It it was a really silly mistake to do. Also, Emma Watson spoke about Shane Warne. One of my favourite human beings on the planet. He's just so fun to be around. He's incredibly intelligent. Oh my goodness, he's so interesting to talk to. And Pauline Hanson isn't happy with the cost of Happy Meals at McDonald's. It's darn right, it's too damn high. It's absolutely unjustified and it's ridiculous. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach, it's time to give a shout out. In the radio industry, thousands of people request an on-air shout out every week. These shout outs are carefully considered before just one is granted. This is Collective Noun's shout-out courtroom. It's a little-known radio law. You can only give out one shout-out on the radio a week. Mm. On 131060, we're entering the shout-out courtroom to pick this week's winner. Uh, of course, Zach, the first thing that has to happen every week is for you and I, as the legal representatives, to enter the shout-out courtroom. So After give, it a, give it a nudge. Ah. <sighs> Smells good, doesn't it? It's yeah, always good to be back. The smell of this room, Zach, every week reminds me why I do what I do. I think it's a bit musky. Do they open up the windows during the week? No, well, it only gets used once a week, of course, on a Thursday night. So. Can we open a window? Uh, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll walk over to it. Yeah, there you go. You, you're at the window now? Yep. Pretty similar to the door. <laughs> They're big windows. Actually, that's a bit breezy. Can you shut the window? Yeah, I just shut it. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> Lovely. Well, let's get straight into it now that we are in the shout-out courtroom. Our first applicant is Jordan in Melbourne. Uh, Jordan, what do you want a shout-out for? Uh, shout-out to my best friend, Emily. It's her birthday today, and my brother is heading into Melbourne in about half an hour. It's his birthday tomorrow. Oh, a, whoa. So whoa. many birthdays yeah. in this family. <laughs> That's a double shout-out for your best friend, Emily. And what's your brother's name? Jared. Jared. Emily and Jared. Now, Jordan, your best friend, Emily, do you have a present for her? Um, I'm taking her to gold class to go see Beauty and the Beast. That's pretty go. good. That, that that's is, pretty yeah. good. Look, that's a good gift, but do you think a shout-out on a national radio platform would be a better gift yeah, than I know, that? Right? <laughs> that's yep. like next level. It is next level. There's a lot of things to consider there. Well, we, yep. can't, we can't promise that it will happen, no. but we may give your best friend, Emily, a shout-out shortly. Uh, welcome our next applicant into the shout-out courtroom, Ali in Sydney. What do you want a shout-out for? I want to shout out to my uh, fantastic boss. Yep. What's his name or her name? His name is Ray. Ray. Okay. I want to shout out for his uh, constant hours and seven-day-a-week rosters he keeps sending me. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like it's a little bit of a backhanded shout-out here. Yes. And and so an actual shout-out for your wife. 
Ah, uh, yes. Okay. I love you to death. What's, what's your wife's name, Ali? Uh, Iman. Annette. Okay. Iman. E-M-A-N. Iman. Okay, you got that, Zach? You're writing it down as the official court stenographer? What we don't want to do is mm. reverse face. <laughs> and uh, accidentally give the loving shout out to the boss, his boss and the sarcastic one to his wife. No, we well, don't want that. You're the one with the court records there, so that's uh, your job. Let's move on to our last applicant, uh, Jenna. Please enter the shout out courtroom. And Jenna, I love that you've dressed up for the occasion as well. What do you want to shout out for? Well, thanks so much. I'd love to shout out to my team member Jeremy. Yep. Um, he's off to Morocco tomorrow for two weeks, and we're really going to miss him. Okay, team member, what workplace is this, Jenna? If I can ask. Um, I work at Bunnings. Bunnings, okay. Love your sausages. Amazing work. Are you one of the people in the ads, Jenna, who talks in front of the hardware? No, but a couple of my friends have. Oh, well, that's, uh, I feel like a brush with fame. Can I ask, Jenna, how are these people treated within the Bunnings community? Are they like superstars? (laughs) Well, you actually do get a cool little badge on your apron that says, as seen on TV. Oh, that is cool. That's very cool. And it's good to know, Zach, that Bunnings actually used the staff for those ads, because I've wondered if there's actors, but... Sounds like they're official. That looked like an acting job to you, did it? <laughs> you, mean, it. you really believed it. And I mean, you thought that has to be uh, a, a well-trained actor delivering I, that line. I just want to know how to apply, if so. Um, I think <laughs> okay. I can sell hardware. But okay, do you just want to run through the shout-out applications? Yeah, let's uh, let the jury adjourn. We yep. had Jordan shouting out to her best friend, Emily, and her brother, Jared. Double-barreled yep. mm-hmm. um, shout-out there. We had Ali shouting out to his boss and wife. We had Jenna shouting out to the team member, Jeremy from Bunnings. Who's off to Morocco, I believe. Well, now it's time for our deliberation. Well, see, I think I liked Ali's. It was like Mm. he had a bit of sarcasm, a bit of love. Yep. I like Jenna's, um, especially with the team member from Bunnings. I love their work. Yep. However, I feel like he's travelling to Morocco, so he's already got a good thing going. He's already got what he needs. Mm. Okay. Whereas with Jordan, with the birthday, I feel like a shout-out could really just add the icing to that celebration. Well, instantly, uh, I think we can rule out, and, and thank you for calling, Ali, but your boss, Ray, and your wife, Amen, will not be getting a shout-out on the radio tonight. Sorry about that. Uh, and you know what? I'm happy to back you. So, sorry, Jeremy, you're not getting a shout-out either. You're not going to be mentioned. But the winner of our shout-out is Jordan in Melbourne for her best friend, Emily, and her brother, Jared. Congratulations, Jordan. Yes! Thank you. It's now just for the official time in the courtroom. Oh, hold on a second. I'm just going to make that. Come on. You know the rules. I'm going to make that official. Decided. We as Collective Now would like to give an official shout out to Jordan's best friend, Emily, and a sub shout out to her brother, Jared, for their birthdays today and tomorrow, respectively, yep. from Collective Now. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. I'm on my way home from the show last night. Something happened that I, I feel like I had an unduly terrified reaction uh, reaction to. You get startled easily. I'm a very and you e- get scar- uh, you get scared easily as well. I'm a very easily startled person. And yes, you're right. I've been to, to theme parks before and gotten scared by the golf buggies that drive around the place. Your mum had to pay you $20 to go <laughs> on the little kid's roller coaster That's true. when you weren't a little kid. <laughs> you were a teenager. I think I was 16. Uh, and thank you so much for that, mum. I'm, I'm, 20 bucks came in, in handy uh, as a 16-year-old. So last night, Zach, I, I got home from the show at about 2 a.m. Um, and I was walking up the front steps of my house. And just as I walk up the, the main set of stairs right up to the front door, a cat jumps out of the bush, clearly startled by me, jumps out of the bushes next to the stairs right in front of me and jumps and, and like bounds down the driveway. Mm. Now, I don't have a cat. We don't have a cat, right? So it's one of the neighbor's cats. But in that moment, I thought it was like, I didn't know what was jumping out at me, but the passion of it, the speed with it jumped out. I'll be honest. I let out a scream. <laughs> 
Some would... can you can you describe the scream? <laughs> Maybe could you do a demonstration? Someone call it more of a squeal. It was like a. <laughs> and I hate that that audio now exists to me making that noise in public. Um, and I will ask for all of that to be deleted. But <laughs> here's what happened, right? So so that, you know, the cat jumped in front of me. I was startled. Thankfully, everybody's asleep, right? So I thought, I've gotten away with this. You know, no one's it's noticed Between just... you and the cat. <laughs> yes. And as long as the cat doesn't tell anyone, you think you're safe. As long as the cat isn't Professor McGonagall from Harry Potter and about to transform into a human and tell people, then mm-hmm. I'm fine. I know the Harry Potter reference is thrown. Yeah, you. that's over my head, but I assume that's a... Oh, a human that transfers into a cat. There'll be Harry Potter fans, I'm guessing, who'll have enjoyed that I one. I would have got an Animorphs reference if you had chosen to do that. <laughs> All right, I'll hang on. Just add Animorphs to the references you do. Do you remember yep. that? Uh, yes, I the do. The kids' books? I always felt for the one who was stuck as an eagle. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're, we're, we're on a tangent. So uh, the next, so today, sorry, I was uh, going to my car, and I park like in the, the cul-de-sac at the front of my neighbor's house. Hmm. Now, I've got an elderly neighbor, uh, elderly woman neighbor, who was out gardening today as I walked to my car. And she says, Dom, is everything okay? Right? <gasps> and I'm like, oh, what? like, it didn't click for me at all. I'm like, what could she be talking about? What, like, what, what are you talking about? What's going on? I think everything's okay. And she's like, I just got woken up at, at like two o'clock this morning from your mum squealing. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to call her and make sure everything was okay. I just... And you were like, oh, it's okay. A, a cat jumped out and scared her. She's easily startled. <laughs> right across Australia. You're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Dom, it's nearly 1am on a Friday morning, which means it's actually the perfect time to test if you're up with the week of news. Facebook comments game. The way this works, Dom, is we have to see if we can guess the news story Mm. from the comments left on the Facebook article about it. Uh, Our producer and Facebook's official representative, Michael, joins us as every week with this week's comments. You ready to get straight into this, Zach, with the first comment? I think we should, Dom. Okay, here we go. Some atmospheric music. First comment on the first news story. Absolutely blown away. Okay, blown away. Second comment. I really loved it. Ooh. Third comment. Mm. Oh, I really cannot move on from this movie. Okay. okay. Positives about a movie. You'd have to think Beauty and the Beast. If that just came out tonight, though, so it would be a very fresh... It's been out all day, hasn't it? Well, I guess so, but, you know, people most people would have seen it tonight. Maybe you saw it this morning and people you're commenting... People work, Dom. People work. <laughs> yes, but not us, so that's not no. the knowledge I have of the world. Um, okay, well, I can't imagine any other movie... Triple Power Rangers a- came out today. Did it? Yep. Are you sure about that? I'm pretty sure. So was that today, Michael? You're I the film buff. I have no idea. I, I, and I don't know why everyone's laughing. Isn't that going to be a good movie? Go, go, Power Rangers. Uh, no, I can't imagine. Uh, yeah, I don't have high hopes either. And I'm sad because what a great kid show that is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think it's Beauty we, and the we, Beast. We filled our Power Rangers chat quota for the week. So. Oh, dude, I would do so much more Power Rangers chat. Okay, well, let's, let's brainstorm that over the weekend. Maybe next week we can do... What would the segment be called? Um, Power Rangers chat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll get that we'll get that cut up and made as an opener, uh, Michael. I think we're going to lock in that those three comments are talking about the Beauty and the Beast uh, film coming out. The article was about the debut day of Beauty and the Beast making a lot of money. Yes, Woo! good work. It's gone pretty good, is it, Michael? Made um, a lot of money. Apparently, it's on track to make one seventy million in the opening Jeez. weekend. Was is that a lot? Yes. Okay, there you go. And, and do we have a figure for Power Rangers? One hundred sixty-nine million. Okay, pretty there you good. Go. <laughs> a little bit behind. <laughs> All right, let's get straight into the uh, the first comment, Zach, on the second news story. Can't wait for this. Oh, should be great. It might be the Power Rangers movie. <laughs> <laughs> second comment. I'm not ashamed to say I actually cried when seeing this. Okay, one more comment. <sighs> Whenever I get gloomy with the state of the world, 
I think about the arrivals gate at Heathrow Airport. Oh, I know what this is. I haven't seen it. What is it? This has to be the trailer for Love Actually, the Love Actually Red oh, Nose Day special. Oh, 100% Dom. That's he, it. Because everyone loves it. Love, loved Actually, one of the best Christmas films of all time. And the trailer, I think it was today, came out for the Red Nose Day special. It's like a 10-minute reunion, which I think comes out tomorrow. So I'm happy to lock that in. You back me in? Yeah, I'm backing you, and you know a lot about this. <laughs> I can name the whole cast. I can name the premise. Um, basically, Love Actually is what, uh, to me, is what Power Rangers is to you. Okay, cool. That helps <laughs> me understand it. Michael, is it the Love Actually teaser trailer? Yes, Dom, you are 100% correct. <laughs> two from two. Come on. Uh, do we do the third one? I think we go two from two. That's a... No, let's go three from three. <laughs> let's go three from three. Okay. Well, let's get straight into uh, the, the third news story. Zach, here's the first comment. Oh, why didn't we think of this? Okay, second comment. What if it has a hole? Oh, that's unusual. Third comment. I'm amazed Kanye doesn't have this as a regular option. I'm amazed Kanye doesn't have this as a regular option. We always do this, Zach. I know. It's Although, what a mistake. I think I know what this one is. You do? I think I might. Do you remember there on eBay? There's this bag of air from Adele's Adelaide concert that's gone. I think it's over two thousand dollars. It started currently. at fifteen dollars today. That was the first time I heard about it yeah. this morning. And then when I looked this afternoon, it was over two thousand dollars. <laughs> uh, and I can imagine oh, off those comments that Kanye 100%, West would bottle the air, and, it, and if it had a hole in it, then the air's ruined. So <laughs> for a clean sweep, for three from three in the Facebook Let's comments game, it. is it about the bag of air from Adele's concert, Michael? Dominic Faye, you are a genius. Come on. Three from three, Dom, which means we get to say our world-famous catchphrase in the face of <laughs> Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, wait, I live for this moment every week. Three, two, one. Suck on that, Zuckerberg! That is all i got time for on the show tonight. If you do want to grab the podcast, uh, you can search for Collective Noun on iTunes and download it there. And we all going to see Power Rangers, right? <laughs> I After don't the think, show? I don't think it's come out. I think you've got that wrong. But I'll go watch some clips on YouTube with you if you want. That's what I'm suggesting. I don't know anything about the movie. We'll see you Monday. Bye. That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.